glad, glad to have her up here. And, and, and I don't want to, okay, repeat after me, I will not freak out. Okay, Eric DeVore is in the house tonight. Let me tell you, Eric DeVore is in the house tonight. Wow, they restrained themselves quite well. That was very impressive. Not that, I was just joking. It's a joke. How are y'all doing today? Have, have y'all, who here has had a fantastic day, best day of their life? Wow, three people, four people, best day of your life. Who here has had it? It's just been a day. It's like how most days go. Who here has had it sort of like a stressful day, sort of just feeling, oh, la, la, la. Well, you know, everybody I've talked to today has had that stressful day, and I felt it myself, like, stinking all day and just sort of been on the edge, just been like, you know what I'm saying? You ever feel like that when someone goes, hey, Daniel, and you're like, okay, good to see you, too. And you're like, you said hi to them, but they took it wrong. But do you ever feel like that? I've just had one of those days, you know, my wife's not here tonight. And I'll just confess to you, I hate it when she's not here. I just feel better when she's here Um, um, because she smiles at me and stuff. Um, but um, my, some of my kids are sick. Not not real bad sick. Not not like like a Tim, Tim, Timmy. If you're sitting by Timmy, look out. Uh, you know he's got the flu or something. Um, but you know just sort of the runny nose sick. So she she she's not here. So I was just like oh she she. I went home to take a shower. Went to the gym. Went home to take a shower. Was going to be up here and she said she wasn't going to be here. And I was like oh. So I've just sort of felt that way. So I'm going to try to do good tonight. Okay. I'm going to just let that go. But I need to pray first. Is that all right? So for all of you that are having that type of day that I have, you can join me in prayer. The rest of you that are having a great day and you're floating around, y'all can just pray with us and for us, okay? Let's pray. Dear God, we thank you so much for today. Lord, I do thank you for the chance to be here. Um, just to be in this place with this group, Lord, I'm, I'm excited um, as I come here just to see um, faces I've not seen for a few weeks or a month or more. more. And Lord, we just ask right now... Um, as we open up your word, as we talk about your truth, and we talk about what kind of God you are and who you are, Lord, that the things of today and of this week and of this month and even of last year or whatever that may be a burden to us will just fall away and that we will rest in you and find out that you are big enough for anything that we face. God, I thank you so much for the just opportunity to speak your truth tonight. And Lord, I just ask that you'll help me just to... Um, Speak as little as I have to, and may you speak as much as you can to every heart that's in this place. I ask for you to help, because without you, we're lost. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I feel better. Thank you. Um, are you ready? Hey, Lauren, just let you know. Where's Lauren? Hey, everybody say hi to Lauren. She, she's a guest here tonight, if y'all don't know it. Okay? She, she's like, I'm here, I'm here. Um, I drank your water. Sorry, I was parched, and I heard it was yours. Thank you. <clears throat> the gospel. Can we talk tonight? We're going to talk about the gospel. I know you've never heard that word before, especially if you go to our church. You've never heard the gospel. And as I was praying and trying to look at where we were going, this, um, this came up. And I haven't had lunch with, with Gen- Gen- Genesis. And I said, Jen, this is what I feel like I'm supposed to speak on, and I feel like everybody knows it. And, and, but I know this is sort of where I'm supposed we're supposed to be because let me put it there we know the gospel and what it is now I'm going to explain it a lot more I'm going to use that word a lot Um, I think some of you know the gospel because you've experienced it in your life the the gospel the good news of Jesus Christ has transformed and changed your life you're not the same that you were you encountered it you embraced it you felt it move in you and it changed you you experienced 
experienced it. For some of you in this room, I think the gospel, you know what it is, that, that, that we sin and God sent His Son to live a life without sin, to die as a substitute for sin. You sort of know what it is. You may know it well, you can explain it well, but you may not have experienced it in your life. For some of you, the gospel is a big churchy word that um, you've heard if you've been at church at all, and it's sometimes it's more confusing than anything else. You sort of want to know what's the point. For and hopefully for four weeks we're going to talk about it. Sorry, and we'll probably I'm probably going to thin the crowd now when I say that. You better show up. I'm going to hunt you down. Some of you going. You don't hunt me down. Some 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 of you know I'm a I'm a stalker freak. Right? I said, amen. That'll, that'll pre- I will hunt you down. So, um, um, but we're going to talk about what it is because this is what I want. Let me explain it a different way. Um, for those of you in this room that know the gospel experientially or intellectually, I think you could probably sort of explain it. If we, we were, I said, hey, why don't you explain it sort of to me? You'd sort of, God, Jesus, sin, uh, Jesus, um, cross died for me, faith in him, gospel, amen, glory. Okay, you, you sort of break it down, right? that. Maybe not in the exact words, but it probably would go something along those lines. But if I asked you um, to, um, okay, this week, everybody's got to do it or you're going to be shot. Okay, sorry, it's just a new rule we have here. Um, you've got to go to school, find someone that doesn't go to church at all, and you've got to share the gospel with them. And, um, and, and do it well, don't mess up, because it all depends on you. Don't mess it up. If I asked you to, to do that, I think some of you would go, Am I right? Or no? Are you like, No, I got this down. Yo, 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 I got this down. No, because what I want... What my hope is, even as we talk about this for the next couple of weeks, is that I want you to be able to share your faith wherever you go. And I want you to know why you believe and how you can explain what you believe to someone who doesn't know it and and feel confident about it. Because I think many of you know it, but I don't think you're confident about how to share it at all. Now, there's some... are, Are you with me? Everybody stand up for a second. Stand up. Stand up just, just for a second for me. Smile big. Say, good to see you. Good to see you. Okay, good to see you too. Sit back down. Try to keep on the smile. There you go. I want you all just to stay with me. We might do that quite a bit tonight. That would be nice if we do that every five and a half minutes. Oh, it's good to see you time. I'm kidding. Um. <clears throat> You know, when we talk about the gospel, there's a couple things that tend to jump out. Um, one, one of when, if we think, I'm going to talk to a lost friend about it. The first, the, the, the most common way I think that is spoken is, is hell, dude. I just don't want you to go to hell. I want you to go to heaven, and that's a very important part of the gospel story: heaven and hell. That that's a very important result of it. Some would talk about, dude, man, you sin. Your sin keeps you away from God, and and so that's got to be made right because God is is holy, and 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 you are not. And so that's got, you've got to be fixed from your sin. You've got to be helped. You've got to be saved. And that, that's a key part of the story. Some would say, you know, you got to be saved. And they even go on there that God sent His Son, Jesus, to die on, on a cross and, um, for your sins. And that's a very, very key part of the story. 
But can I tell you something? And this is a very simple truth I want you to get, and it probably will make... Hopefully, as, as the, the night goes on, it's going to make more sense to you. Um, is that the gospel, while those things are all key to the gospel, do you understand that the gospel begins and ends and all in between is all about God? The go- gospel begins with God. The gospel ends with God. And everything about the gospel is, is God. Now we say um, we say the phrase, um, um, or let me say this: It's not about you, big Y-O-U. It's not about you being redeemed. The gospel is not about you being saved, being re- redeemed from hell, which you deserve to go to. That's not what it's about. It's about God, big G-O-D, redeeming little Y-O-U. God doing the work. And you, are you with me? God is the beginning of the gospel. When you're at school, the greatest thing I want you to do when you share your faith, the first thing, I want you to talk about God. Because that's where it all begins. Because the gospel is about God redeeming you and God be given the glory. It's all about God's glory. Throughout it, God's glory. And we're going to end, and you're going to see in the Word of God, where it's, it's not about, man, um, this, and, and I know, and it's true, sort of, and it's cute, this, this is God's love letter to me. No, this is God's truth about His, His glory and Him being glorified all the time. Throughout the Scripture, God's glory, it's not about you and, and oh, He loves you. And He does love you, but, big old, but, you know what I'm saying? Big old, not, not big old. He, it's about more, more than that. Let me move on. I di- digress. Okay, we're going to be in the book of, what book have we been in the past year? Romans. Let's go back there. Good idea. Book of Romans. Turn there. Who wrote the book of Romans? Paul, Paul wrote the book to <laughs> believers in Rome in what year round? 57, 58. 57, 58. What youth group knows that? This one. Very impressive. We may not know a lot, but we know that. I'm so proud. I'm going to weep right now. Now, we are going... um, We've been in chapter what? The past month and a half. Y'all remember? Yeah, we've been in 12. That's right. Very good. Y'all are amazing. Y'all are right on it. But we're going back to 11. We, We didn't actually preach through that text, but there's some scripture in chapter 11, verses 33 through... 36, that's where we're going to be tonight. Because tonight, what I want to talk to you about is the greatness of God. Because our purpose for, for sharing the gospel, which means good news, is because of the greatness of God. The pur- purpose of sharing is for God's glory. Not so everybody can be saved from hell. It's for God's glory, for His honor and glory. Now, Paul, in the chapter... Chap, chap, chapters 1 through 11 has been just preaching doctrine and just thick stuff and talking about um, if, if uh, uh, Romans 3.23 says what? For all of what? Sinned and fallen of the... Okay, he's been doing that for all sin. He's like, dude, man, you all sin. You all don't have a... And you know what the good news about that is? In Romans 6, he says, for the wages of sin is... Boom! I mean, he just lays out sweet stuff throughout this whole thing. And Paul tends to do that intellectual sort of through this whole book. He's pounds, 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 pounds. And all of a sudden, in this, the the, the verses here, 
he breaks out into, you can't tell because it's been translated from Greek to English, but it's in a song. It's, it, 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 so this, what we read is really a song, sort of a poem. Now, Paul's no poet, okay? He's not from Peter, Paul, and Mary. He's not from a band. That was a joke. Y'all even don't know it. Jack, Jack does, so does D. That's about it. Uh, he's not a poet. And all of a sudden, he's talking about the greatness of God. And he breaks into what we call a doxology. Everybody say doxology. Okay, doxology is a scripture song that talks about the glory of God. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Right? Y'all heard that? Have y'all done that? Praise Him all creatures here be low. Okay, I'm not going to sing the rest of it. But yeah, that's a doxology. Sometimes in churches that you go to, um, you sort of at the end, you're all, everybody holding hands. And we're like not holding like half cup hands. We're going to lock, lock fing, fing, fingers like this. I don't know how you do it if you're standing beside somebody. Can you lock fingers? I guess you can. Sorry. I'm just by myself up here. Um, but that's what you do. You stand up, you, you lock hands, and you sort of you sing that. Why are you singing it? It's a praise song about the greatness of God. And Paul, who doesn't do this, he does it. Why? Because Paul, who has given his life and everything he's about, and he will continue to give it from when he wrote this book, he continues to live out his faith and to risk his life and to give his life for the, the glory of God. Paul, all of a sudden, he just can't contain himself. He's just got to sing. Have you ever felt like that? Man, you just got it. I just got to sing. Timmy? Okay, Tim, Timmy, Timmy, he feels bad. He, he's been there. Now, I, just to let y'all know, I'm not going to do anything crazy tonight. Um, sorry, no rap tonight or anything. But um, for my 17th year anniversary, which was just about a month ago, uh, I, I wrote my wife a song. I've never written my wife a song. I should probably never do it again. I wrote it um, with some help of some very um, skilled folks who helped inspire me, um, Brooke Smith and Michelle Simmerich, and, uh, uh, and they, they actually helped me write part of it. But it is a song that is written to the Dream On tune, if you've heard Aerosmith's Dream On. Um, and it's good. Isn't it good? It's pretty good. Brooke, huh? Well, I'm not going to play it. Tonight, my wife's not here. It wouldn't be appropriate for me to play it and her not to be here just to bask in. No, I'm not going to play that video. No way. And um, uh, it's been it's been tweaked some. If I have a band behind behind me and maybe Brooke uh, to help, we may pull it off for next week. So Brooke's like, I'm feeling sick. <laughs> so, um, but you know, I'm not prone prone to do to to write a song. I'm just I, I know you're stunned because you think Dan's got talent all oozing out of every pore he's got. Encouraging group. So, um, but I did it. Why? Because I love her. I, I love her. And Paul, I just want you to understand what he writes here. He's writing it because, you know, he's written all this stuff, all, all this truth, and he breaks out into this praise of God. And, and, and then it's just sort of sweet. You know, have you ever seen somebody, you see Pastor Mike in church when he gets choked up. Sometimes he's talking about God and his sin, and he. And I'm like going, "You big baby, you suck it up." Now I'm not doing that. I'm like, going, you know, but you know, you see that, and it's just sort of a sweet thing. Paul, right here, it's just it's cool in the midst of him saying the truth, and oh, wretched man that I am. All of a sudden, he talks, says, "But let me talk a little bit. Let me sing about who God is." And so we're going to look at the. Verses here, and we're just going to bounce right through them. It says some fantastic truths because I want you to know if we're going to share the 
gospel where we live, we better know who God is. We better know what He has done. And let that, I hope that's the belief in your heart. Not because, well, I heard Dan say it, so it must be true. My heart, my hope is that what you hear and what you read on your own, God will grow in your life so you understand who He is. Because the more you understand who He is, oh man, it's just so much better. You understand you're so much less, and a lot of things are so much less important that beat you down. Now, um, let's, let's just read the text right here. Romans chapter 11, verses 33 through 36. Paul breaks out in song. I will not sing it. Don't worry. It says this, Oh, the depth of the riches and wisdom and, and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are His judgments and how inscrutable His ways. For who has known the mind of the Lord? Or who has been, been His count, count, count? Counselor, or who has given a gift to him that he might be repaid? For from him and through him and to him are all things. To him be glory forever. Amen. Okay, now you go, well, it's just some verses where he just sort of talks about God. Don't miss. Look at, let's, let's go right back and look at the first verse. It says, Oh, the depth of the riches and wisdom and, and, and knowledge of God. Let's just look at the depth of the riches of God. We're just going to think about some things tonight. And I want you to sort of even take time on your own. Actually use your own brain and think on your own about this. Is that a great idea? Perfect. Y'all are with me some. Perfect. Now, Deuteronomy 10.14 says this. I think we've got it on the screen too. Do we have that one? It says this. It says, oh, it says, no, that was the other one. Behold, to the Lord your God belong heaven and the heaven of heavens, the earth with all that is in it. Now, in that one verse, it's talking about what God owns. What God, what belongs to God. Now, look at the verse. you got it on the screens. To the Lord, your God, belong heaven. Skies, everything that we see, where God resides. The heaven of hev- hev- heavens, beyond heaven and everything. Uh, the skies and what you can see. The earth with all that is in it. So if we're talking about the riches of God and how rich your God is, the depth of it, do you understand that every planet is God's? Every rock on every planet is God's. If they ever find a plant on a different planet, that's God's too. Every sky on every planet is God's. Every star is His. Every moon is his. Every chunk of, of comet debris is his. Everything on earth is his. Everything in our sky is his. It says the earth, the earth with all that is in it is his. That's pretty big, isn't it? Okay, just take that scope and understand that all that is God's. Every hair on every head, whether human or not, is his. Some of you are on, ooh, that's sort of gross. Right, especially in this room, some of you, um, no names. <clears throat> Every house from the greatest mansion to the dumpiest shack are his. Every molecule, the smallest thing that you can see, or what man can see with the use of tools, is his. Everything. Now, if you take that truth in, you will understand that all the, the money you will ever have is never really yours, it's his. So when someone takes it from, from you, it wasn't yours, it was his. Always. Where you live, it's not yours, it's his. 
because everything belongs to him. Whether you admit it or not, most don't admit it. Most will fight against it. It's his. Everything, and I mean everything, is his. That's how rich our God is. Look in that First Corinthians chapter 3. This is the next book after Romans. And it says this. Because it talks about the depth of the riches and, w- and wisdom and knowledge of God. Now, it's talking about the wisdom and knowledge of God. You know that in verse 19 it says, For the wisdom of this world is, is folly with God. Folly for God. Do you know what that means? The smartest, the greatest, the wisest of this world is a joke to God. They don't know nothing. You know, you know what I'm saying? Nothing. They don't know. You know. God knows at what temperature a star burns. He knows how, um, how much the sun weighs. He knows how much the earth weighs right now. And right now, because it just changed, because people are getting fatter. And right now, He, he knows it exactly. Like we said, where He knows the hairs on your head. He, do you know that He doesn't just know stuff, but He knows the next time you're going to cry, if it's through laughter or through grief or through joy. He's personal. He, he knows. He's wise. He knows everything. But he's personal. He's, he's got knowledge that we can't grasp. He knows how many words will be spoken in the next hour around the world. Hmm. That's how deep the wisdom and knowledge of God is. Dude, he knows everything. Sometimes we, we just, sometimes just need to stop. And it's like you're sitting at the beach staring at the waves as they crash going, teach me God is so much bigger than I give him credit for. And the wisdom of this world, the greatest wisdom of this world is foolishness to God. That's the depth of the wisdom and knowledge of God. So if God owns everything, right? If that's what it says, he, everything belongs to Him from everything, the stars, the moon. If He owns it all and knows everything, and it's the definition of w- w- wisdom and truth, which God is, then the next verse makes sense. And it says this. or It's really it's the same verse, the, the last half of it. How unsearchable are His judgments and how uns- inscru- inscrutable His ways. Um, if God owns it all, He knows everything, and He's the wisest that there will ever be, why do we question Him? And Christians, sometimes, I think we do, the world does all the time, but they just don't understand Him. And it says how unsearchable are his judgments. It's just like, dude, do you understand what a peon you are in the whole scheme of things? If you really believe that God owns it all, it belongs to him. He made it all. It belongs to him. If you believe he knows everything and he's the wisest, why do we question him? And almost Paul writes here like, dude, who are you to question God? You know, um, everyone, everyone, I, I wish my son was here tonight because I would have picked on him good. Um, every kid I, I've got, um, and Noah uh, as well, when they were four or five, we'd go to my mom and dad's house. Now, my mom and dad have lived in the same house since 1967. Okay, I sort of know the way there. But every one of my kids, when we would sometimes, one of the times we would go there, they'd go, where are we going? I'd go, we're going to Papa Joe's house. So my name of dad. And my kid would go, you're going the wrong way. I'd be like, 
I'm going to slap you now. I'd be like, what are we talking about? I, I, I'm going the wrong way. And they go, that's not the right way. I was like, I, I go this way all the time. And uh, they, they, the whole time they'd be just talking, this is, this is wrong. And like they stare out the window and they know. Sure enough, we'd, we'd pull in, in the, um, the driveway. I, I found it. Wow. And, um, and they, would, they wouldn't say, they would just be talking about a butterfly or the grass. You know, we'd lose the conversation at that point. And you go, well, that's sort of, you know, it's sort of dumb because the kid just doesn't get it. And, you know, but, you know, the kid had no clue. You understand that's what you're like with God, but that's being a lot nicer about you. Because the kid's sort of a cute little kid who does that thing. And we're like going, yeah, God, are you sure this is right? Is this the right way? Should we be doing, is this what I need to be doing? And God's like, I mean, I just think God would go, and squash it. He's not that type of God. Well, it depends on how far you run away from. But um, we we won't talk about that. Um, So, how unsearchable are his judgments and how inscrutable. What's inscrutable? Unquestionable, great. What did you say? Untraceable. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you, you can't knock them. You can't go against them. They're right. They're right. You, you look dumb if you fight against it. Um, let's go on. Man, we think. You know what's funny is we think we can tell God what's the right thing to do, and we can't even keep our own lives straight. Do you understand that? You, you know, some of you, yeah, my life's always good, man. I'm always good. You ain't always good. You bunch of, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, verse 34, let's get there. Um, he, he goes on in this song that, that Paul, Paul writes and, and maybe sings to himself. I don't know. Um, For who has known the mind of the Lord, or who has been his counselor, or who has given a gift to him that he might be repaid? You know, the answer to all these things are no one. Everyone. Paul's just stating them, going, hey, hey, who has known the mind of the Lord? No one knows the mind of the Lord. You're a peon. Love you. He loves you. His grace pours out upon you. Sometimes I do not why it pours about upon us. We don't deserve it, but it does. But we don't know the mind. No one has known the mind of God. That's how great God is. No one knows it. It goes on to say, um, or who has been his counselor? Who has given God advice? God doesn't need your advice. He needs your ob- 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 obedience, not advice. And then it goes on. It says, or who has given a gift to him that um, might be repaid back? No one, because everything belongs to God. How can we give something that doesn't belong? We will go, well, I gave my, my, my life to him, and that was my gift to him. That's cute, but that's not true. Your life was his to begin with. You just cho- chose to be obedient in it. And you can feel good about yourself. That, that's great, but you know. And then it says this. For from him and through him and to him are all things. To him be glory forever. Amen. Man, he just sort of recesses it all again. It says, you know that for him, for from him, through God, and through him, and to him are all things. All things are for God. All things are about God. All things are to God. Now, the gospel. Why is that important? Because I want you to understand the depth and how great your God is. I want you to understand who you follow. Because the greatest first question that you can ask a friend at school or at work or across the street of where you, you, you live, you go, you know what, I think God really wants me to have a faith conversation with him and start to talk about the, the gospel. The first thing that, that you can do is to say this, hey, 
What do you believe about God? Simple question. Start it off. And then l- listen to them. Don't go, ah, ah, ah. Don't, don't pound on them. That probably won't, won't go well. Just listen, listen, listen to them. And then you, the next line, when they're done, and listen for things that may, their God may be your God. But it gives you a chance to go, hey, can I tell you who God's been to me? Boom. You know what? God owns that. Everything. Everything is His. You know, the Word of God. You know, I've been getting to study. My youth group is amazing. My youth guy at my church is, wow. Okay. I've learned so much. This is what I've learned. First, start off, who is God? That's your first line in. And my challenge is just to start that for this week. Now, I want you to know this thing. This, this thing, we're, and we're, we're going to wind it up um, just in a few minutes. Uh, this thing is called a? Bible. Bible. Y'all are just the smartest youth group ever. Um, <clears throat> and I want you to understand, uh, like I said before, God loves you. But this book is all about God's glory. It's all, it's all about proclaiming His glory and His people being obedient and living it out so a world can see His glory and His name will be made great among the nations. Now let me just share a, a couple. We're not going to turn there because there are a lot. But it, in Ezekiel chapter 20, it says, For the sake of His name, God did not destroy Israel in the, the de- 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 desert. Psalm 106.8 says, God saves men for His name's sake. That's why He saves men, for His name's sake. Not to keep them from hell. Exodus 14.4 says that the Pharaoh's heart was hardened for the glory of God. God hardened his heart so that God could be glorified. Isaiah 48 said, God did not destroy Israel when it deserved to be destroyed because He did not want His name blasphemed among the nations. He did not destroy. Why? For the sake of his name, not because of Israel. Malachi 2.2 God decided to destroy the Israelites because they would not lay it in their heart to give glory to to his name. John 7 says that Jesus' life and ministry was all about the glory of God. The cross that Jesus died on, when he died on that cross, that was about God's glory. Glory. Not man's salvation. That's the product of it, but it's about God's glory. Ephesians 1 says, You and I are saved by faith in Christ to the praise of His glorious grace. We are saved for the praise of His glorious grace. Second Thessalonians says, The second coming when, when Jesus Christ comes back is about the consummation, the completion of the glory of God. Revelation chapter 21, where it all comes to an end. It's all about God's glory. I don't know what word I just said. Glory. It's about every tribe and tongue worshiping Him and giving Him glory and praise. I want you to know, that's why it's important when we talk about the the gospel. The first thing I want you to talk about is God. Now, um, the reason why we share with our classmates... The reason why we, we, we may share Christ with our, those that teach us at school, those that lead at school, um, our baseball team, our coaches, those that are across the street, those that um, we work with, those where we go out to eat. The reason why we share 
Partly you go, well, because God's Word says we're supposed to. But I want you to know the primary reason of why we're, we share the gospel is because the world ought to be worshiping Him. Every living being on this world should worship God. I want to share with them, not because I don't want to go, them to go to hell, but I don't want them to go to hell. But I want to share with them because that's what they should be doing is worshiping God. They're created by Him. He deserves it. He deserves all glory and honor and praise from everybody. That's why we share. That's why it's important for us to go, you know what? I'm just going to do it. Even though I'm scared, I'm going to do it because of this. Because God deserves it. Of everything. He deserves the praise of the trees, of the rocks, of everything in this world, the planets, the stars, everything that exists. And He deserves the praise of every bit of mankind. That's why we as a church want to go throughout the world. We want to... Share here, Christ here, but we want to go around the world where Christ's name is not being shared. Why? Because we want to love them, because we want them to know God, but because God deserves their praise. This world should be shouting praise to God right now. We shouldn't have to wait till Revelation 21 to do it. And it's our job as believers in Christ to go, you know what? Man, I want this world to know Him because He deserves it. Let's pray. Dear God, I thank you so much for the chance just to talk about your word, your glory. Lord, you're so rich. You're so wise. You're full of knowledge, Lord. You're amazing. And um, Lord, I I thank you uh, that in the midst of who we are, you love us. And Lord, I ask that this year, it's a new year. And Lord, help us to um, be a body of believers in you who share you because everybody ought to worship you. I know they all won't, but some will. And Lord, I ask you to those that we talk to and those that we see that their hearts will be softened and that you, they will um, feel your love and your power and that you will touch them and that you will change lives here in Yulee, at Yulee Middle School and Yulee High School, at the, the college colleges that are here, at the workplaces that are here, where we go out to eat. May we be people who want other people to worship you and they've got to know. Give us the strength and courage and the boldness, Lord, as a body of believers to work together to make your name great here and among the nations. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Now let let me share one more thing. When you share the the gospel, two things will occur. One of two things. The person that hears it, their heart will harden or their heart will soften. And you don't always see what's occurring. But the gospel, it, 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 when someone hears it and it begins to be before them, it's going to, some will harden to it because they, they don't want it. And I've seen that occur much more than I would ever care to talk about. But some will soften to it. And it may mean, they might not go, oh, yeah, yeah, I think I need that. But they might go, huh, interesting. I might need to look more into that. Or I'd like to talk to you more about that in a few weeks. I need to think about what, 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 what you shared about, about God. But it, it'll do one of two things. So I know it's hard. I know it's hard, but we're called to do it. And man, I just want, I just want us to be, I just want me to be a, a man who, who goes, you know what, I, I need to say something and just because I'm, I'm scared, um, God deserves it. Whether I'm scared or not, He deserves their praise or their opportunity to praise. Sign up for those uh, the, the mission trip and the student life conference. That's going to be a great conference.
conference. We've got limited space, um, and hopefully we'll have a video for next week. And y'all been a great crowd. Thank you. Thank you. Now, good.